welcome to the Swim Swim podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges. Joining me today is Mallory Comerford. Mallory, how are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be a part of this. get right into it. Uh, how long have you been swimming? I started swimming when I was seven. My older brother swam. He's two years older than I am. And then my mom also swam in college. So that's kind of how I got into it and started my beginnings of swimming. Yeah. What, where'd your mom swim in college? She swam at a small D3 school, actually where I'm from. It's called Kalamazoo College. Um, so she grew up swimming, swam all four years. So she loved it, uh, wanted us to get involved. Did you, did you ever have any other sports that you wanted to do as, as a youngin? Yeah, so I actually played um, quite a few different sports growing up. I played soccer, I played softball, I did ballet for, you know, when I was really young, <laughs> um, volleyball and track. I actually ran track until uh, after my freshman year of high school. So that's actually one thing I kind of wish I would have kept doing is just some different sports just because, I don't know, it's fun to do other things. I enjoy being outside and um, being active. So that was fun. I, I remember vividly having a conversation with my mom my freshman year. I really wanted to play volleyball and volleyball and swimming were in the same season. She's like, you're not playing volleyball. You're not good enough at it. Like you're way better at swimming. And I mean, I, I knew she was right, but I was like, I want to play volleyball. You know, everyone like volleyball is the much more like social sport. Um, but she convinced me to swim. <laughs> what, <laughs> uh, did you, had you played volleyball before that? Yeah, I played, um, until eighth grade. And then, so going into high school, I was like, oh, I want to play high school volleyball, but you can't, it's the same season as swimming or high school swimming. So yeah. Uh, were you bitter about that at all? Definitely at first. I was like, oh, I don't want to do this. Like, because, you know, I ha like had that time. So in Michigan, you can't do club swimming and high school swimming at the same time. Or at least at my high school, you couldn't. I think other places you can. Mm -hmm. um, and so I was like, you know, like I'm going to be away from my club coach anyway. So I might as well play volleyball. My club coach was like, no. Um, <laughs> so I was definitely bitter at first, but I actually liked high school swimming a lot and had a lot of fun. So definitely don't regret it. Um, I think it, I would have had fun doing either of them. Yeah. What, what, what do you remember about that first season of high school swimming? It was definitely really different. So I didn't, so there was like a team from my school and that's where I started swimming. So my like high school had like a kind of summer league team. Um, I don't know what to call it. It's not USA swimming, but it's just like, okay. it's a club. And so I hadn't swam on that club since I was nine. I switched to my, my USA swimming team. So I hadn't swam with those people in a really long time. So I was like a little nervous for that and how, how different like the coaches were. Um, their coaching styles were very different. So I was nervous for that, but um, I actually really loved it. I had a ton of fun. Um, some of my, the, my best friends still to this day are from high school swimming. Um, the girls that I talked to from home still are 
from my high school swim team. Um, and I think that's always what I loved about swimming is being able to have those friends and make those friends and be social with them. Yeah. What do you have one or two good high school swimming stories that you could share with us? Huh? Well, actually I didn't swim all four years of high school. I only swam two. I hurt my shoulder and then I decided not to, but I honestly, we used to do this like scavenger hunt thing and we would drive around cars and I'm from a really pretty small town. And so we would like just drive around our town, try to find all these things. So I like, I don't remember exactly what it was, but I, I do remember having really good memories from that and just, um, being on an all girls team is, um, something really fun. And I haven't been on an all girls team since then. Um, I definitely like being on a combined team, but I think being on an all girls team just brings a different atmosphere and, um, really positive um, environment. And that's really empowering and a lot of fun. Yeah. So you swam freshman, sophomore year of high school and then... Yeah, so I did freshman, sophomore year and then I hurt my shoulder, uh, decided I actually took like two or three months off of swimming and it just lined up at that time. Like it wasn't like high school season was then Mm -hmm. and it just lined up kind of perfectly for me to um, take a break. Uh, But... Um, then my junior year, I just swam with my club coach and then same with my senior year. Um, I, I don't necessarily regret it, but I decided to just do club. I think it was the best decision for me at that point. I definitely missed like being a part of that team. Mm-hmm. So your junior year, um, you know, kind of maybe after you got into that shoulder injury, how did you see swimming um, as, as a part of your life? Did you think you would go on to swim in college Did, was that still kind of just more of a for fun thing you know I think I think you kind of develop in high school is where a lot of people develop that oh I'm a swimmer mindset. yeah definitely I definitely knew I wanted to swim in college um I think really from my freshman year I was like this is what I want to do um I didn't know exactly how it all worked or where I would go. Um, you know, you obviously have those like schools that are so good and you see all these swimmers come from, mm-hmm. but I didn't really know a ton, but by my junior year, I definitely knew like I wanted to swim in college and I was really frustrated with swimming at that point just cause like my shoulder and just things weren't going, I hadn't really got that much faster. I swam really well my freshman and sophomore year and then my junior year kind of um, plateaued. And so I really was, excited for something new, excited for college swimming, um, excited to move on to my next chapter of swimming and continue to develop through that. So um, definitely knew like I was a swimmer. That's what I was good at. Um, mm. That's what I wanted to do. So did you, did you ever, you know, during that period when you were, you know, that, that plateau, um, would you say you were ever considered like just stopping altogether or, you know, you said you were frustrated, but how, how did you kind of work through that? I don't think I ever considered stopping altogether, but I just remember days like I would come home and just cry and be really frustrated. My mom, I was also like at some points I was training with my older brother, um, which we get along great now. Um, but I think there were a lot of times where he really pushed my buttons and knew exactly how to push my buttons. And we'd be in the same lane together at practice. And I just, be having a bad day or my shoulder would be hurting. And then he would say something that would just push me over the edge. And I just remember getting so upset or just 
kind of like losing my cool. Um, I don't tend to lose my cool a lot. I'm pretty go with the flow and I, I would just lose it. I would cry or just, I, w- I don't, would never scream at anyone else. I would just scream at him and be like, Oh my gosh, I can't stand you. Like get away from me. And now we get along just fine. It was just like, we were training together. I was probably closer to the, to him than he liked. Um, but it was good. We, we trained well for the most part together, but there was never, there were moments earlier in my career when I was younger, I was like, Oh, I want to quit. Um, but at that point that's, I knew I want what I wanted to do. And I was determined to get to college and kind of make it through all of that. Yeah. Did, okay. So older brother, how much older is he than you? He's two years older than me. So he was, so I guess that was more my sophomore year when things, yeah. well, he swam in college for two years. So like going into my junior year when my shoulder was like happening, he mm-hmm. was like getting ready to go to college. Okay. And so we were still training together and it was just, yeah, not great. He only swam for two years in school. And I remember after I like beat all his times, like from college and high school, he like texted me. He's like, you're officially faster than me and everything. I was like, right. <laughs> was that, was that a goal? Was that something you guys I never discussed? really thought about it. I, I didn't like, I knew his times. He swam more distance mile thousand, which mm-hmm. I, I can swim, but never really focused on. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, definitely something you think about us like siblings, you know, have that rivalry, but um, we never really in college, never competed against each other or, any of that yeah uh so so i have i have an older brother who's two years older and we you know we grew up swimming together and i know for me you know when he left for college that was that was a super hard transition for me um with you know your junior year you had the shoulder injury you were a little frustrated with swimming and you have your brother leave um was that a hard transition for you yeah i think it was really hard actually and i didn't I don't think I like to admit that like then. Um, so my club team was super small. We trained at a Y, like the local Y. We had six lanes, 25 yards, no blocks, nothing. And so mo- most of the kids I was training with were either like way younger than me or the guys that I would be training with, they would leave for high school season. And so sometimes I was just like kind of alone. My brother didn't swim high school. So he was always there like when – the, all the other boys left, he was there. Mm-hmm. And so I think it was definitely hard. And I think he was a leader on our team too. Like, um, just his presence. Um, he really just kind of brought a, a different leadership. He's not like super outgoing or anything, but just him being there and kind of leading the team. And he had a really good relationship with, with my coach. And so, um, that just fostered a, a positive environment. So it was definitely hard. Um, there, there were more kids that switched over to our team towards the end of my career, which helped a lot. And some of the younger boys got really good. So that was, um, made it easier to train with them, but definitely by the end of my senior year, I was ready for something new. I I love my club team. I'm really thankful for where, where my coach got me. I was just ready for something a little bit bigger, um, and definitely more people to train with and a better pool to train in so yeah uh so yeah so take us through you know what once you started the recruiting process um take us through that 
So honestly, I had really no idea what I was doing because my older brother, he swam at Grand Valley State at Division Two, and he didn't really go through the recruiting process. He like him and like my parents, they would, didn't know what they were doing. And he just like kind of chose a school and went there and figured it out. And it ended up being great for him. It was a great school. So when it started with me, like I was in a different position, um, had more schools reaching out. So we didn't really know what we were doing. So my mom's just like, talk to everyone. Um, let's schedule visits. Like, let's go here. So my sophomore year spring break we went on a road trip and i did a bunch of unofficial visits um it was my mom and i and my two little brothers in the car (laughs) which was interesting um but the first school we went to was louisville and i don't i think it was just meant to be and everywhere else past that um i just was comparing back to uofl um i loved it i got a tour um the campus and meet some of the girls and i just loved everything about it and um After that, we went to Tennessee, Alabama, Florida State, and I loved all those schools too. They were great. Coaches were great. Um, Campus was great, but there was just something like, I would always be like, well, Louisville had this, like, do you have this? Um, So that's kind of how it started. And then um, I also visited Wisconsin and Penn State um, at different times. Drove to all of them. (laughs) Always, always fun. But I mean, it was so cool to see all these schools and all the things that they were doing and Mm -hmm. they all were super great and gave me super awesome opportunities. And then, um, my official visits, I went to Louisville first again, loved it. Um, fell in love with it even more, got to see more of, um, it up close and personal, see what it's really like to go to school here, talk to the girls more, talk to the guys more. Um, it was my, 17th birthday and they like surprised me with a cake and um just very um thoughtful and very just like a special place and so after basically after that um I knew that's where I wanted to go I knew that's really what I loved and I remember driving home with my mom being like mom I want to learn she's like I know but like I think you need to go on another visit just to make sure like I, I want you to not limit your your thought process. And so I went to the university of Alabama after, and I had a blast to um, the Florida, Alabama football game. So one of the coolest football games. Um, just, I mean, had a ton of fun. The team was great. Um, There's just something that was missing. Um, like, I think I would have done well there and would have had a great time. Um, I just knew Louisville. And so after that I committed and started my journey as a Cardinal. Yeah. Uh, so let's, let's skip right to it. Uh, tell us about your freshman year, obviously another big transition for, for anyone, um, going through that, leave, leaving home, um, you know, living on your own. How would you describe your freshman year? So actually I decided to go to school early because Mm -hmm. I didn't, had never trained long course. Um, I was ready to, um, start something new. I I was definitely ready to move on kind of from my club team. And so I decided to go to school early. I graduated high school early in March. And so I had three months off before I started school in June here. Mm -hmm. Um, And honestly, I think it's one of the best decisions I've ever made. I was able to just really connect with the coaches and get to know the coaches on a level without all the other freshmen there. Like Zach Harding and I were 
were there together and we were the only freshmen there. And so um, basically the whole team just took us under their their wings and just kind of showed us around because, you know, the freshmen weren't freshmen anymore. Like there were freshmen on campus. And so um, it was a great, great experience. And I think that truly helped me through my freshman year. I took a class. I lived off campus actually because the dorms weren't open or they were open. It was just way cheaper to live off campus. Um, I lived with two of the girls on the team. They had no idea how to cook. No idea how to cook. Like I was trying to make taco salad one night and I had to call my mom because I didn't know how to make taco meat. She like tells all our friends, I'm like, mom, that's embarrassing that you told them that, that I didn't know how to do that. <laughs> I told but, you this in confidence. <laughs> yes. And, and I like came home later that summer and they're like, oh, I heard you learned how to cook. And I was like, actually, no, not really, but I know how to make taco meat now. Um, <laughs> but it was just great. Like I made really close friends, got really close with the team, um, got to go. So in high school, I never really traveled out of the state um, for meets. I had been to sectionals in Indianapolis and NCSAs in Orlando, but that, those were the only meets I really ever traveled to. So I got to travel to meet, swim against um, world-class swimmers. I got to go to my first nationals. I made my first Olympic trials cut. Um, it was honestly a great summer and just so much learning and opportunity for me to just soak it all in and grow. Um, I um, And then starting my freshman year, I felt like I was just ahead of it. Like um, I knew how to lift like I went through the training block zero that everybody goes through I was ahead of the curve a little bit and just more comfortable um had the connection relationships with the coaches that allowed me to communicate with them they kind of understood me more as a swimmer so they were able to adjust and kind of go through that whole freshman year so my freshman year it was great um school wasn't too hard for me uh, I enjoyed it. There were definitely times where I was like, this is a lot more like exam week. I would have like, you know, all the exams are on the same day or something. And you're just like, Oh my gosh, your brain is exploding. And then there were times I probably skipped class too much and that didn't work out well for me. I mean, it worked out fine, but now I like look back and I, I'm like, well, I definitely could have gone way better in that class if I would have <laughs> gone to class instead of just, you know, doing who knows what. Instead of just not. So, yeah. So after that first year, I told myself, like, you can't skip class anymore. Like, even though you don't have to go, you should go. Um, so, yeah, definitely a learning curve. Um, but I, I definitely had, a, I think, a successful freshman year. Learned a ton. Got to go to NCAAs. Um, just see what the team is all about, what – swimming college swimming is all about yeah uh i want to pull out a few different things there um so you, you went to summer nationals before mm -hmm. your freshman year officially started san antonio right yes tell us about that experience you know your first senior nationals i mean i remember that meet vividly because uh -huh. of of phelps um, yes what do you remember about that meet um i always said every summer like why isn't there a meet at san antonio why is there not like i love the pool it's absolutely beautiful um it's hot um i, I had so much fun i had never been in an environment like that we we probably had 25 kids there and so it's just really cool to see that team environment i had never really 
I mean, we had been to summer meets, but never like a taper meet together. And so being able to watch all those swims and then um, watch Phelps, watch just people I can learn from, learn so much from, honestly, and race against them. Um, I got to, I got fifth, I think, in 100 freestyle. And like, I was shocked. Like, I had no idea what I was doing. I was just like, kind of just going for it. And I think that's why I swam out so well, because I really had nothing to lose. I was just like, okay, I'm just going to go swim. Like, I don't know what's going on, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so being able to have that experience in, in such a cool place. I mean, there were nights when Phelps was swimming. It was just so packed. Like, the stands were completely full. And it was, it was just really cool to watch that and um, be a part of that and enjoy it with my team. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, so freshman year, um, let's, let's go to your first conference meet. Um, uh -huh. what was ACC's like? ACC's was fun. It was definitely, again, like kind of like didn't know what to expect. Obviously the upperclassmen kind of tell you, coaches kind of prepare you. Um, I knew that I'd be racing Leah Smith and I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm racing Leah. Like, and like, this is before I know her, like now we're, great friends and this is like before I know her I was like okay like you can do this and I had swam really well at SMU um early in the year so I like kind of knew like my short course times where to be at and then I raced really well uh, I won the 200 free that year and I think I like beat Leah and I was like terrified I was like oh my god like I just beat Leah like uh and then um so I think just like learning how to swim in that environment it's definitely different than same with NCAs I think they're very similar like there's so many races um not as many as NCAs but relays and prelims finals just and it, the energy is so high it's exhausting and you don't realize how exhausting it is um so just learning how to do that but definitely an environment that I miss. I think that's NCAs and ACCs are the two meets that I know I'll miss throughout my college career just because they are so special and um, the team and aspect of it and watching everyone compete for the title is just um, so much fun and being a part of it is even better. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, so it seems your freshman year seems like it went pretty well. The, those three months, certainly very helpful. I, I feel like I've heard a lot of people say yeah. that has really aided them if they if they chose to go that route. Um, what would you say maybe a low point was for you throughout your college career? I think like my lowest, well, I guess there's probably two. After 2016 trials, um, I actually swam really well. And I don't really know why I was like, like I had really high expectations of myself. I think that's just how I am as a person. Um, I was really disappointed with how I swam. I went best times in almost everything. So I really didn't have that much to be disappointed about. I just knew I was capable of more and um, at a better spot than I, I showed. Um, so kind of after that, it was just tough. Um, I was super excited for my teammates that made Rio, Kelsey and all of them. And so um, the one of the girls that I, my training partner, Andrea Knappers, she was a senior when I was a freshman. Um, we trained together and she made the Olympic team for the Netherlands. And so after trials, Arthur kind of pulled us all aside and 
like we, people who didn't make trials, he asked if we would train with the Rio group on like a different schedule so they could get adjusted to this time zone. I was like, yeah, of course, like this sounds great. Um, and I think it was kind of tough on me just because like I was away from the rest of the team. I was training for nationals, but like it wasn't that exciting, you know, like they're training for the Olympics and I was so excited for them. But it was just like kind of tough. We were swimming, I think, I think our practice went to like 10.30 p.m. or something. Like we were swimming like at 11 in the morning to 11 to 1 and then again at like 8 or something. And and I was doing it with my roommate too. Like um, she was training with uh, Tanya. And so we were just like on this like completely opposite schedule and it was just kind of tough. Like – disappointed with our trials we were going to Nash nationals in minnesota and it, i was disappointed and i think it was a tough summer but it really showed me like what i wanted like it really lit that fire like i saw them doing that and i was like i want to be there like this is what i want this is what i know i can do um oh, let me let me oh. pause real quick uh so i i vividly remember at some point in the next 12 months after that an, an interview with arthur where he, you know, he got asked about this and uh, kind of how you reacted to trials. And he was like, oh, she was heartbroken. Um, And, you know, coming is like, you had just trained long course for the first time ever in your life, the summer before. And then you come into this Olympic trials and you obviously have huge expectations. Um, What do you, where do you think that leap, that, that leap of like first long course meet, your first long course nationals to I'm going to make the Olympic team. Um, yeah. I know, I know you kind of said that's how I am as a person, but um, I'm going to dive a little bit deeper. Just kind of where do you think that came from? Yeah. I don't think I necessarily was like, Oh, I'm going to make the Olympic team. I knew there was like, like a 1% chance, like, um, like pretty much no way I was going to make it. I think I was more disappointed with like the way I swim am and like the way I executed things and okay. um kind of like that like um like my 200 free I remember like I've been going two double o's all all year I hadn't broken broken two double o and like I was going my best times like every time I was swimming mm-hmm. um just because I think I had never really swam long course and then at trials I went 159 and I was just like what the heck like I know I can go be so much better and just kind of race so much better to get in there and compete. Um, so I think that's why I was more disappointed, not because I didn't make it. I wasn't expecting to make it. Um, okay. I just think I was disappointed with, uh, like I know knew I had learned so much and put so much work into these specific things and it just kind of didn't show exactly. Um, and I had never been to a meet like that. Like, I don't think people realize it's like how much pressure there is, even when you like really don't have a chance mm-hmm. of making it. That gets in like the environment is like um, none other. Oh, internet's unstable. Oh, it went away. Okay. Cool. Um, um, but I don't. I think I don't think like going into that meet, I realized like everything that was like gonna happen like the whole production of it all like the ready room like I had never been in that environment ever so 
it was definitely a great learning tool and definitely a fuel to my fire and just um, gained so much knowledge from the whole experience. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, if, if you haven't been to an Olympic trials as a spectator, as a spectator, it's even hard. I mean, you can cut the yeah. tension with a knife in that stadium. It's, oh yeah, it's unlike anything else I've ever experienced. And again, as an observer, I can't, uh-huh. I can't imagine as a swimmer what it's like. Um, but okay. So, so second, you said there were two. Yeah. And then, um, after 2018 Pam packs, um, I, I didn't swim very well. Um, I think I just had a tough summer. Um, I was tired and just really at a low point. I was going into my senior year, um, just kind of, um, down on myself, not really like super excited about swimming, getting back to school. So we were in Japan, um, which I really struggled eating there. I really just struggled kind of with the whole environment. I actually swam better at Pampax than I did at um, Nationals in Irvine, which a lot of people didn't. So I was happy with that. Um, I just, again, like I had one of the best summers I had ever had um, and just didn't show and was really disappointed. And I came back directly from Pampax to school. School at or was just about to start. I was a captain. I was supposed to be leading captain's practices. And like mentally, I was just like needed this break, um, needed like just time myself and um, not like definitely a little selfish, but just I just needed a time to like reset. And so I was just didn't really give myself that time to reset. And I think it really just put me in a negative place. And there were probably like three or four weeks where I was just really down and um, not myself and not um, enjoying swimming. I didn't really want to go back. I didn't really want to go to school. Like I just wanted to hang out and kind of be like a normal college student. Um, And I sat down with Stephanie, my coach, and we just had to talk and I was just like very honest about where I was at. And it was very different being like being a senior on the team and being a captain. Like you have, I feel I felt like I had to be on all the time and I wasn't at mentally at, at the point where I could be on all the time mm-hmm. and it was just exhausting me and I was just like honest with her and um it was a really good conversation and um I definitely just needed some time to figure things out and after that like I was a lot better and have been much better much more positive since then but definitely um it took a toll on me and uh just m- again, motivated me and just made me realize that I, I do need to be aware of like my mental health and just kind of not, I tend to hold everything in even when, like when I'm upset or go through anything. And so I, I didn't really know how to like express that I was struggling or why I was struggling. And so I think I needed to like realize that and talk to somebody about that. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think you hear this from swimmers all the time, right? It's like that, that, month of August at some point I feel like it's crucial to 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 get some time to yourself time away from swimming take a break I mean anyone who swims knows it's it's a grind I mean it is exhausting definitely and I think since then I've like realized like last summer I took a week and a half off just to go home 
I went on a vacation with my family. Um, just got it. Nothing crazy. We just like, I went from home. I'm like two hours from Chicago. We went to Chicago. We went to a Cubs game, like just enjoying time with them and um, just realizing like how important that is. And it's really hard for me to get home. So being able to have that is um, really crucial for me because I am really close with my family and I'm away from them all the time. And for me, that's just like a, a perfect reset opportunity is to be around them and um, get a little bit of relaxing. And yeah. Uh, so, so we, we, we got the low points. Let's get the high points, high points of your college career. Uh, do you have two or three highlights from your college career? Yeah, um, definitely 2017 when I tied Katie Ledecky in the two free. I think that was like a very monumental point in my career. Just kind of like, I knew like what I was capable of and what I had been training for all year, like the swim I had been training for. Mm -hmm. um, and I think for me to like put it, like actually do it and under under those circumstances, racing Katie and Simone and um, all the best college world swimmers honestly and being able to like finally like put it together and um I was definitely surprised but not surprised by like my the way I swam the race or really my like time because that's exactly what I had been training for so I think it just kind of gave me that confidence like I can compete I can race like I I, I know how to do this and mm -hmm. as long as I'm training and trusting my my training um, and being able to do that, um, all my parents were there, my family was there. Um, being able to just embrace my team afterwards, that was a um, really, really special moment for me, um, one that I will never, ever forget. Um, so if I remember correctly, the, I think Simone led that race until the 175, and then Katie started coming out, and then you didn't you, – so you and Katie tied – correct yeah yes. and I don't think you were in it till the last five yards like in it to win it till the last think, five yards yeah that right? uh, I think it was like going into the last like coming out of the last turn like I had a really good wall mm -hmm. and that's kind of like when I started moving forward do you remember that of that race at all I honestly had no idea like I knew I was like in the race but I had no idea where I was at like no clue exactly where I was at when I'm racing like yeah sometimes I'm looking but for the most part I'm just kind of especially then like just focusing on my own race because that I knew that's what I had to do and so I like knew remotely where everybody was like kind of and I was just like I need to hit this wall because that's my strength like one of my strengths is my walls and just hit this wall and put my head down and it'll go how it goes <laughs> and it did yeah yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> that well honestly race. like when I looked up like I saw the one and then like I was looking at everything else and I saw the, like the other one I was like what just <laughs> happened like, no way and yeah. so it's just like a surreal unreal moment um, yeah so that's definitely one um again in 2017 when I got to go to world championships um in budapest the whole training camp was a highlight in croatia absolutely beautiful so much fun um, my first really big team usa experience um but leading off the four free relay um that we broke or i think we broke the american record 
I, I know I broke, that was like my first American record um, leading that off. And then we had beat the Australians for the first time in a long time so that's definitely a highlight um that whole meet was a highlight for me definitely one of my favorites such a cool city um just such a cool meet um but that relay was really special and something um i'll always remember like just super super cool um so fun and being able to do it with i love realize being able to do it with those girls is just even better um and then my senior year um, NCAAs, I think, is a highlight, too, getting fourth place with, with the team. That was always our goal, was to get a trophy, to get a trophy every single year I was on the team. And we finally, finally did it. And just being able to go out um, like that for Louisville, for everyone that had come before me and set up the team after me, like, that was a really, really special meet. I didn't, I didn't go – I won a best time in the 50, but I didn't swim, like, anything crazy. I mean, I swam well, but, um, it was all about the team race, all about doing it for the team. And that's really all that mattered. And I think that's when you swim the best is when you're doing it for something bigger than you are. Yeah. What do you, do you know what places Louisville had gotten before that? Like all four of your years? Yeah. My freshman year, we got eighth. And then, well, the year before that, they got, they had gotten sixth, which was the highest they had ever gotten. And then we got eighth, and then we got sixth again my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. My junior year, we got fifth, and then we got fourth. Wow, so, yeah, so that the, the climb had happened. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, seriously, what a way to, to really cap it off. Yeah, it was, it was amazing and um, <clears throat> definitely something, I'll never, again, never forget, um, just all of that whole meet. Me and Alina, the other senior, um, we shared all – four NCAs together and just kind of doing that as our last hurrah um, was really cool. Yeah. And so then uh, you, you become a professional. Um, and so share, share a little about what that experience has been like for you so far. Yeah, so far it's been um, really great. I think at first it was a little overwhelming. Um, I think after NCAs, just trying to kind of, deal with more of like the business side of things doing like a suit contract and finding or getting an agent deciding if you're gonna have an agent or not um that was a little overwhelming um trying to figure that out but once that was done like um it's been great uh, really not that much has changed i definitely have a little more free reign on what i do i definitely still practice the same the coaches expect me to do like the same practices but for example this past year um on friday afternoons i would go to cycle bar instead of like do a certain part of practice so just because like um my coaches know that dryland works for me spinning works for me and so they're like now that you're professional and have the means to do this and like the rest of the like if you like the rest of the team doesn't have to do this like go ahead and do that um being able to do ISL um, was so much fun. And just, I think being able to like connect with more of the pros and kind of we're living more similar lives than like college swimming. So that's been a lot of fun and traveling to the the meets together. And um, it's been great. Um, I love it. I I love that I get to say that it's my job because it's not really a job. Like I absolutely love what I'm doing. Um, And 
I just get to do it every single day. So, yeah. What, what were a few takeaways um, from ISL for you? Um, it definitely was hard for me because um, Arthur and Stephanie kind of made us swim through it all. So there were some meets <laughs> that were like college school meets that I was like, well, I, I'm drowning um, in a suit in front of everyone. Like, it, But it's okay. Um, I think for me it was really great because – in college swimming you're racing all the time you're in dual meets and so just being able to have that transition um my first year being a pro it wasn't really like that different we were traveling a little bit more like we went to italy so it's a, a longer travel but just being able to race still and keep fresh on my racing and race the world's best swimmers it's just an, like even if i wasn't swimming great like it was an opportunity to learn from the best people in the world. And I think that's so valuable and can improve anyone so much. We have so much to learn from everyone around us. And um, so that, that was great. Um, Italy was a blast. Um, one of my favorite countries I've been to, we walked to get like pizza every night and just su such a different vibe. Um, I think than a lot of the other meets, not quite as serious. It was serious, but um, people were there to have fun and compete and just enjoy the opportunity to race. And it was all about racing. Like it wasn't, it was like just stand up and go and um, do what you can. So I loved it. I loved um, my team and I loved um, being able to get to know everyone on such a different level. Like a lot of those people I was friends with or like new, um, but now I'm really good friends with and really enjoy swimming with them. Yeah. Is, you know, uh, having, having the Louisville coaches, um, for the past four or five years, um, being on a team like that, I don't know. I know that it's not as coaching heavy, but yeah. did you get any coaching perspectives that, you know, that are different from your usual circle that, that stuck with you? Yeah, definitely. When I was struggling a lot, like coach Troy, um, would be like, Mal, you're doing this. And I think he just has like a fresh set of eyes watching me swim. Mm -hmm. um, my coaches watch me swim every day, so they may not see it the way he does. Or same with all the other coaches. He's like, you're really dropping your elbow here. Try this drill. So it wasn't like really coaching heavy, but just like a different set of eyes watching you, which is always super helpful and um, maybe catches something that you really weren't thinking about beforehand. Yeah. Uh, so so let's let's get to the here and now. We're in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, how, wh wh what were your reactions to, you know, when this lockdown first started, when, you know, tr when trials and the Olympics were postponed? Um, how did you kind of handle all that news? At first, um, I was really bummed. I, I really knew it was coming. People were like, no way, like, no way. And eventually everyone got to like, no, they, they need to be postponed. Like we need them to be postponed. Um, but at first I was really bummed and I didn't really know how to express that because I felt kind of guilty because people were dying and people were not healthy and my family was safe and healthy and everyone I loved like was healthy. And so I finally came to the realization that my feelings, like it's okay to feel them. Um, so I was really bummed, but then I like, started to realize like one like okay now trials are next year so how do I get better like I can't just sit here and be upset about this like 
I need to find a way to get better. And then also I was planning on swimming past 2020. Now my plan was to go to 2020, 2024 or just like however long I can swim. I mean, I, I really love it. So I was like, you know, it's really not that big of a deal. Yeah. It's another Olympic year, Olympic mentality, but, um, really doesn't change my plan for this year that much at all. Um, so once I accepted that and just kind of realized that I was like, you know, it's okay. I think the hardest part, it was not being able to swim because it is my like stress reliever. It is my way of, um, exercising and, um, socializing with the team. And so I think going through all that stress and not having swimming kind of created more stress, um, a little bit at first, um, but definitely adapted as it went on. Yeah. So how did you adapt? You know, what, what were you doing to stay busy during your time out of the pool? Yeah. So, um, I luckily have a super nice garage gym set up. Um, we have a treadmill, Peloton, um, barbell weights, uh, punching bag. And so I have all this stuff and just started working out really all the time, pelotoning. Um, there was a group of us that were, were doing peloton classes together from across the country, um, which were really great, really hard because you can like see what they're doing. And so it's like an actual swim race. You're like being <laughs> against them. And when you're just trying to like get a practice in, you know, but it's just like all out the whole time. But so fun. Um, I, was, I really liked the peloton app was doing dance classes and just trying to kind of like keep it creative. Um, I like dry land and try to do as much dry land as I can when I have time when I'm swimming because I do think it makes me feel good about myself and just makes me fit. Um, so I have really enjoyed that part of quarantine. Like, um, I really enjoyed working out. I really enjoyed trying new things and trying different ways of staying in shape. So that was fun. Um, what else did I do? Uh, I tried to be outside as much as possible for me. Like when I, there were some days obviously that are harder than others, just like any other day, any other week. Um, so like the days where it was like really rainy and kind of gross, I really struggled just because stuck inside, just can't really go anywhere, um, not seeing my team. And so those days were really tough, but I just tried to really get through them and then um, be outside honestly as much as possible. Um, walk my dog. Um, just sit out on the patio and just hang out. I mean, I, at first I was trying not to watch Netflix because I was like, I need to do something. I can't just like sit here. And that kind of went down the drain after a few (laughs) weeks. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm still working out here at home in my gym. Um, now I'm swimming, but, um, still working out here. I can go to the gym now too. I just like, I like my little setup and what I have going on here. I feel like gym memberships are going to go down a lot after this. Yeah. I think they're like at a really high point right now. Um, my boyfriend actually owns a gym and they had like 80 new members join the first week they opened, which is great for them. But, um, they're like doing a month by month membership instead of a a full year. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, he's like, yeah, they're probably won't all stay, but you know, they're coming for now. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, so did you pick up any new hobbies? I know people, you know, had puzzles, obviously you have, you have all the TV shows you can watch, but is there anything yeah. you picked up that you actually, you know, might continue to do in the future that you found helpful? Yeah, I learned how to golf. I used to like, I like kind of play golf 
not really when I was younger and my brothers played. And so like I had a golf club, one singular golf club. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so I've learned how to play golf and I actually really enjoy it. I'm taking golf lessons right now. Um, since I'm only practicing once a day, I have so really all this time. Um, so I'm taking with my friend Katie. She doesn't know how to golf either. Well, she's taken lessons before, but never actually played. So I've been playing and it's, it's actually been a lot of fun. I'm not, I'm getting better, but, um, I just enjoy like being outside. It's such like a peaceful thing and it really tests me mentally, like in a different way than swimming. Um, so that's been a lot of fun. Um, but other than that, um, not really, I've gone like four or five times, I think. So it's been fun to do that and just something, something different. Yeah, definitely. Uh, any highlight shows that you would recommend our listeners? Oh gosh. Um, I've, what have I watched so much? Waco, the documentary, that was pretty good. Okay. Um, I watched, I can't even think. Have you seen Cheer? Cheer? Cheer. Oh, Cheer. No, I haven't. Um, I know I need to watch it because one of the, the guy (laughs) is from Louisville right oh yeah 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 yes so everyone's like oh you have to watch you have to watch it like um what did i what have we watched um money heist okay watch Oscar banks money heist is really good um people say to watch it in spanish and not in english um but we watched it in english with (laughs) so um we i watched um I'm trying to, I can't even think of the, I, I honestly was not watching. And then all of a sudden I just like started watching all these shows and I couldn't stop. And I have, I've been better lately. There were, there was like a day. Um, oh, it's a little inappropriate for some, most people, but it's called normal people on Hulu. It's like a okay. Irish show. It's pretty good. Um, I watched that in a day, which was embarrassing because oh, wow. I was like, I haven't moved from the couch. I should go do something. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, and I watched the Jeffrey Epstein documentary. Mm-hmm. And then watch a few other documentaries too. I don't know. I'm all over the board. I, yeah. I don't like scary things at all. I don't do scary movies or I'm scary horror. Um, so everything's... I can do like pretty serious like things like if it's like talking about a murder, not like an act, like, like showing it all. Um, I also, I listen to a lot of, um, we, I went down to Florida and so I listened to a lot of true crime podcasts, which are super interesting. Nice. Um, so I enjoy doing that. <laughs> it was like a 14 hour drive. So we just, we probably listened to like eight, hour and a half episodes oh wow yeah just pass the time <laughs> helpful nice uh i saw a picture from that trip you caught a huge fish yeah so yeah tell me a little bit about this trip because it looked pretty yeah. awesome so clark my boyfriend and i went down to florida his parents have a place um <clears throat> down west palm and we just decided to go just to get away for a little bit. Um, wanted to drive just to stay away from airports, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, everything had been opening back up in Florida. And so we were like, okay, like, let's go. 
And one of the days we wanted, originally we brought our bikes down and we were going to go ride. We wanted to go down to Key West and they have like a hundred mile path. And we wanted to do like a 50 mile ride and just go, go see Key West. Um, mm -hmm. Everyone says it's like super cool. Um, but luckily we found out that it was not open to the public at that point yet. And so we're like, okay, we should find something to do. And we found this ch fishing charter. Um, I had never been on a fishing charter. He had. And so we like show up. This guy's super cool. Um, they took us out right off of um, like one mile off of shore, like right in front of Trump has a place down there. It's like a mile off, like these insane houses, like, <laughs> like unbelievable how big these houses are. Uh -huh. um, so like, that's what we're looking at on shore and it's just like beautiful day on the ocean. And we go out and like within 20 minutes, there were all these like little sardines jumping out of the water for bait. And they were like the guys um, running the charter, like, Oh my gosh, I haven't seen this in five years. Like I've never seen this happen. They're like, this is going to be a great day. Like this is going to be insane. And so they like spent some time catching the bait because they were like, we might as well get more bait while we're here. Mm -hmm. um, and then basically as soon as the line went out, we just started catching fish. Like, and it's so hard. It's such a workout. I hadn't, I, I mean, I've fished before, but never like that. And it's so tiring there. I mean, we caught almost 30 fish, I think. Uh, Holy the man. one I'm not sure was like, um, it was like three quarters. Um, <laughs> just like crazy. And we caught sailfish, caught king mackerel, um, and tuna and grouper and uh, one other. It was super cool. I highly suggest trying it. Um, Clark said that was like the best one he had ever been on, but it was, it was a lot of fun. And we were out from 6 a.m. until like 3 p.m. So it was, wow. it was great. Yeah. yeah. That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. But I got also, while we were there, I got to swim because the pools were open. So that was like my first like swimming mm -hmm. experience. And so that was really good too. So what, what was it like getting back, you know, your first time back in the water, what was it like? Um, it, it was just felt good. Like I think mentally, um, my body definitely felt, felt off weird, but I think I was just more focused on like, wow, this is, I miss this. Like I love this. Um, I was swimming outside in like the Florida sun. So it was even better. I was like, Oh, this is perfect. So, um, definitely so we were in florida and then basically when we got back um, i started swimming again and so um i'm getting back in shape slowly but surely um but yeah it was it was just i think mentally like a relief like thank goodness we're kind of back to normal or a little bit yeah have has, has there been anything um that surprised you since getting back in the water? Like, are you more out of shape than you would have expected? Less out of shape? You know, do you feel stronger in different ways um, than you remember before we had to stop swimming? I think I definitely got, my legs got a lot stronger because I mean, everything you're doing outside of the pool is really, there's nothing like swimming on your arms, you know? I mean, mm -hmm. you, can, you can do things with your arms, but it, you're not, nothing simulates two and a half hours of being in the pool and just pulling your body through the pool. Um, yeah. 
I definitely think my legs got stronger, which is good for me. Um, I think I'm less out of shape than I thought. Um, I'm definitely not like anything crazy, but, um, last week was our second week back and Saturday I had a really good practice. Like I was not going fast at all, but just consistent and, um, just felt like I was actually pulling water and connected in the water. Um, so that's good. And I think we're moving in the right direction. It's been tough. Like today we did like this kick set and it's basically all fast. I mean, fast is relative, but just all fast effort. And yeah. I think the surprising thing to me is like how high my heart rate's gotten. Um, last Thursday we had this set and my heart rate, usually I can keep it down pretty well. Like in just, it was like, uh, I think it was like a 2,400 yard set. And so like half of it or three quarters of it was just like threshold, hold your pace. Mm -hmm. And then the rest was fast. <laughs> and usually I'm really good at keeping my heart rate down. Like I know exactly what I need to go. And my heart rate was like through the roof before we started. And like, I was like, I'm not even going fast. Like I'm going so slow. And so I think just listening to my body and understanding like, okay, this is, you're fine. Like you're, just going through relearning kind of how to do it. And you haven't been through the simulate simulation in a few months. So, but I've enjoyed it. It's been a lot of fun to be back and be back with everyone I think is the best part. Absolutely. That, that makes sense. I can't wait to, to be back with everyone again. Yeah. Just in a normal yeah. setting. Well, we're actually not even back. So, with everyone. So there's a group of six of us pros that are training um, mm -hmm. at Blairwood, the pool, outdoor pool. And then the UofL kids are actually able to swim at UofL. Um, okay. And so post-grads aren't allowed to be back, which I, it's tough, but like, I totally understand, like, we're not the priority as we, we shouldn't be the priority. Like they're, they're the ones going to school representing the school. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm excited for the moment we can go back all together which I don't think is going to happen all summer, but that's okay. We have a, we have a good setup and there's still six of us that we're training together and it's, it's a lot of fun and um, we're just so thankful to be back. Yeah. Well, Mallory, any closing thoughts before we, uh, we tune out here? No, thank you for having me. Um, I appreciate you talking to me. I'm excited to hopefully see you sometime soon at a meet hopefully fingers crossed oh my god yeah um, seriously um and see everyone at meets um <laughs> but now i'm just all we can do is stay positive and just enjoy where we're at so yeah thank you again agreed and yeah thank you for taking the time to talk to me i really appreciate it Hey, do you love swim swim as much as I do? Do you want hours of endless practice footage, race video, and a guide to the best pancakeries in the country? Then subscribe to our YouTube channel below and follow us on social media at swim swim news on Twitter and Instagram. If we get a million followers, I might just eat a million pancakes. Only one way to find out.